Welcome to Amalgam, a podcast focusing on creatives and entrepreneurs. You can enjoy the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and YouTube. If you would like to get in touch or support the show, please visit AmalgamPodcast.com. Check out the blog for each episode on the Apple News app and follow us on Instagram at Amalgam Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to check out our show and please enjoy this new episode. recording monologue one all right everybody welcome to a new segment how this segment came about is we have we had episode 14 completely recorded we had steve wells down at black label brewery great dude super awesome brewery great location downtown spokane recorded um on site at his brewery right out in the open and you know, learning experience, just my equipment was not suited for that environment, and I didn't feel like I could publish it. I didn't feel like I could put it out there, so that's why I'm here now. Uh, I took, the little, took a little break. If you noticed, I didn't have an episode two weeks ago on Tuesday, and just tried to enjoy that break and tried to actually reset, enjoy, and um, think about what I did wrong, what I need to do to fix it. Um, Steve was super cool, completely understanding, and and just on top of being super cool, offered to meet back up, redo things. And um, yeah, so he's been super positive about it. The other thing that was cool about that is that I met another person through Steve, him and um, this guy were chatting in there. He, he has some interest in being on the podcast now, too, so I got his information, and so while I went there to record an episode, I didn't end up with an episode to publish, but I still have that guest who's willing to record, and I've got another guest that's interested in the podcast, so now we've got this new segment, which I'm, I'm going to get to, and I'm going to describe what's going on here and why all of this is happening, but this is an opportunity for me to get to know some of you people out there who don't know me. A lot of my friends and family, they don't need the background. They don't need the introduction. They don't, you know, they don't need to see me any more than they already do. This is for everybody who doesn't know me, anybody who's found the show. This is for those folks to get to know me and to introduce a new challenge for myself, which is to do this monologuing. I don't I don't know, I mean, I'm like as nervous doing this right now for the first time as I was for the first episode with Danny back in January. So, yeah, <laughs> here we are. We got a new segment. And another little side note is I wanted to test out my mic and everything and make sure it was still working because I thought it was working well when we recorded the episode with Steve at Black Label Brewery, but it did not work well, and that worried me. So everything seems to be going fine. I've done a couple of test recordings before I kick this off, and it sounds all right. So at least I'm only wasting my time this time if uh, if it doesn't work. <clears throat> Again, this is about this project. This entire podcast is for me to learn. This is to, for me to challenge myself and for me to do something new. 
and also at the same time have some fun and I feel like I would have fun doing this. I feel like a monologue episode is something that I'm going to be able to kind of stretch my legs and and not really worry about anything. I don't have to worry about getting good questions that generate discussion. I can just kind of go by my notes and really just talk to you, the audience, and you get almost just some one-on-one time. And also I'm trying to walk the talk of learning from your mistakes accepting those failures, finding the silver lining, and really extruding something valuable. And there's another thing that came of this, another idea similar to a new segment, but I'm going to talk about that later. But we just, I have to walk the talk as far as like, okay, if I messed up or something didn't go right, like, how is that going to make the show better? And so that's another reason this segment was born is simply just to accommodate me me proving that you can take something negative and get something beneficial and build off of it. And finally, to just kind of wrap up why this monologue thing will exist and the point of it is um, I don't have to worry about a schedule. I can record this whenever I want. Um, if something goes haywire, I'm assuming down the road that another episode will not be able to be published. I mean, that's just a realistic way of thinking. Uh, This is going to help me fill in those gaps. Um, If I need to take a break or whatnot, I can create one of these episodes. I don't want to abuse it. I don't want it to be a regular thing. I don't want it to be a surprise necessarily. I want people to kind of expect that these episodes will be published, but it's um, it's not going to take away from the focus of what I've been doing up until this point, for sure. Yeah, I also, I I didn't want to lose any steam. I didn't want to lose any motivation. I didn't want to lose the excitement um, and all the energy that comes from this project. I mean, this podcast is one of the coolest things I've ever done. I I just enjoy every everything that comes out of it, every challenge, every piece of it that makes me work on something new to deliver something better or produce something better. Um, the plan is, and I'll get into this a little bit because I've got some bullet points, but the plan is to get some new equipment in 2019 and really try and expand I just everything that I'm building on in 2018 right now. And uh, the break, the, the month of July where we've only released one episode or whatnot, um, it's been great and it has completely remotivated me. Um, it's inspired me to be better. It's it's given me some time to improve the show and to bring something new. I mean, doing this, uh, we're on Instagram Live right now, and if you don't follow the show, please check it out. It's at Amalgam Podcast. This is new. If you're trying to use Instagram primarily as your marketing platform, and you got to follow some of the stuff that works. And so, again, I think this might be part of the reason I'm as nervous as I was recording the first episode because I got this camera looking at me. Um, but... It's cool. All right. So that's that. I don't know how long I will go live, but <clears throat> we'll just keep rolling. Probably just going to bounce around like I do when I ask other people questions, but I'll go off the notes I took and I'll read them. And if I don't like it, then I'll skip it. But what I think would be appropriate in this episode is to give my background give people an idea of, of who I am, what I've done, and where I'm at. My name's Corbin, and 
I'm from Bellingham, Washington. Went to um, Seaholm High School. Graduated from WSU, Washington State University in Pullman. And I work at a company, downtown Spokane, a private company. And I run the manufacturing department there. They are ISO and FDA certified. And we produce a medical device for the FDA and ISO world. And we also have some other legacy products that we produce and sell. So I got started in manufacturing because I worked at the WSU Creamery, which is, if you've ever heard of Cougar Gold Cheese, that's the stuff. I used to make it. Um, learned everything about it, everything from picking up milk from the dairy farm, student-run dairy farm, to processing the milk, and then uh, producing different products, produce ice cream, produce cheese, obviously, and then all the different flavors, different types of cheese. And um, so that's the manufacturing um, edge. That's where I learned efficiency, and um, I had a just had a passion for taking those raw materials and producing a high-quality product and seeing that through from beginning to end and finding ways to just be as efficient as possible, but at the same time producing the highest quality product you could. So I got my job in the manufacturing department at my company, and I'm still there. So where <laughs> that's... That's what I do full-time. That's how I pay the bills. That's what my job is. Um, I've always been in... Uh, my, I mean, my degree was focused in design, and art, and digital media. But I've always been drawn towards um, creative types. Um, just looking up to people. By watching an artist or following an artist, um, it, it just opens your mind and... I've, you know, I've, I've have my own creative side and things, but, um, but I, that didn't stop me from trying to continue to pursue creative endeavors outside of college. Um, some of you might remember when I designed t-shirts, um, came up with a, a brand I wanted to, it was essentially a ripoff of Ruka, but whatever I was trying it and trying to design, um, t-shirts and graphics for t-shirts and understanding screen printing and how that, excuse me, how that process developed and what, what you can do, what the limitations, how you can, how you can stretch those limitations. Um, and so that's where it kind of started right out of college. I was listening to Joe Rogan way back in the day and got onto Squarespace because he was, there was an old sponsor of his and then you know, just started trying to sell, trying to create a product and trying to sell it. And, you know, I had a ton, ton of support from close friends and family and and friends that I hadn't seen in a while. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people climbed on board and they embraced that. And that was kind of like a, oh man, like you can, it doesn't, you don't need to own a factory to produce anything. I mean, you can just go for it and you can design something and create it, build it out, whatever it is. And and market that thing and however you can do it the second you make your first sale i mean that's it's a good feeling and um so how i transitioned away from that for a couple of reasons one i wasn't using the right software i was it was not using vector-based software like adobe illustrator 
And so I wanted to learn Illustrator. I wanted to understand how to make the right graphics or how to make better screen prints. And the whole idea was to like, all right, I'm just going to try and try and make some money and market myself instead of a, a product we built, but try and market myself and my skills on a computer and use other people project other people's projects to learn. I just we I just started again. You just you just kind of start and w- took some ads out on Craigslist and computer services, small business ads, and um, creative services, and just offered graphic graphic design, web design. Any any multimedia, any digital media project, I was saying, hey, I'll I'll give it a shot. And man, at at that time, that was a few years ago. That was when right when my daughter was born, I decided to do that. And Blake said it best on his episode, Blake Hudson. You know, fake it till you make it, and you know that's what I had to do, and that. Somebody asked me if I could do something, even if I didn't know 100% how to do it. I might know of it, of the of the type of activity that was going to entail or the software it was going to use or whatnot. But you just say, yeah, yeah, I got it. And trial by fire, you figure it out. And that's very, very, very quickly. One of the first things you learn is how to, how to stop gap, wasting your time, possibly wasting the client's time. And really, how to how to quote out and understand where's what is the project they're asking for, what have they done already, what is yet to be done, and what would be nice to be done, and then taking all of that information together and saying, all right, this is my value of the time I think it's going to be, and then negotiating out on beyond that if necessary. And so, um, so I, this is the the fourth year of freelance, and I've purposefully around year two I I purposely started to scale back I started to get some clients that were recurring clients that I could rely on for consistent work and I enjoyed working with them and so once I started to learn how to do that I started vet clients I went and just scaled it back and just focused I mean I had a, a daughter we were um you know life life is busy when you start a young family and so and we just um, scaled everything back, and then really got in a in in a nice zone with some of these recurring clients. And that's that's been the plan is to scale that back. And, and again, to start the whole the whole reason to do freelance was to learn how to be better with different programs and how to and to use other people's projects to get better at whatever it is I want to do create creatively. And so that mission was accomplished. I mean, made some cash in the meantime. Um, learned a lot of different things about running a small business and getting, you know, it, the business was li- is licensed and everything like that. Um, but it's just, there's, <laughs> it's a whole nother discussion on whether or not somebody, I don't know how to, how to phrase this without sounding overly negative, but freelance graphic design was, is a, is a great, great trade. And I would never, ever, ever push somebody away from doing it. I think everybody should give it a shot if they have any inclination to doing it. So I'll just leave it at that. We'll just move on. But um, so now I'm at the point where I've done enough projects, got exposed to enough with different people and different uh, 
working styles and different applications to where I'm very confident and and I know where to look with what I want to do next. Um, if I want to do something, I know I at least know what stone to start overturning. And then, like anything, you just got to go, you just got to dive in headfirst and you can't be afraid to try and learn something new. You cannot be afraid to give it a shot. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work doesn't matter try it again um the beauty of the computer if it's like adobe premiere pro or uh, if you're learning after effects illustrator InDesign, photoshop whatever some of their new stuff that they drop like xd experience design there's a there's an undo button <laughs> there's a save button just just go for it and so many people spend copious amounts of hours creating this incredible content that probably matches a problem you can't figure out right now if you're working on a project there's something out there or something that you just can't like i, I know this can be done faster better or um, i'm not doing it right someone's got that same problem it's in a forum somewhere it's in the comments somewhere um, there's been a discussion by real people out there using the software understanding the ins and outs comparing different versions I mean, it's it's incredible, and I've been doing that since I was a kid, since I was a teenager, and I didn't know anything about the laptop in front of me and what it was capable of. So, anyways, now I'm at a point where I wanted to try and do something. Um, you know, I did graphics, I did a little video stuff, did a little bit of web design, a lot of visual stuff, a lot of um, you know, started to get into motion graphics towards there on on the tail end of things, but you know, there's all kinds of different ways to be creative. And um, what I wanted to do was something with spoken word with my voice and or the written word. So the podcast is really just that, you know, it was important to me to come up with a purpose and come up with a reason that I'm creating a podcast. It's really trying to create, create a goal, create a mission, create an idea and execute on that and, and to show and to put it out in the world. And, you know, I love creating things on my own that I don't, don't necessarily share with everybody, but I want to, I want to put something out there that's polished, that's published, that challenges me to, to rise to, rise to what needs to be done to do it well and, uh, and take the risk and take the plunge. Some other, some people in my life, some people that were also taking plunges themselves, and so to use that as motivation, to use that as uh, to to inspire them as well, to say, hey, I'm going to take a risk as well. You know, it, it's it's all of those things. I didn't want to look back and say this was something I was interested in doing, and I didn't. I didn't find the time, or I didn't try and learn how to do it correctly, or I was scared. I was worried that people wouldn't like it or I was worried that people didn't, would make, I don't know, like you're back on the schoolyard, you're worried you're getting made fun of or something. So, um, you know, I had to, I had to give it a shot and I had the tools to do it um, creatively, to publish it and put it out there the way I wanted to. And the response to that, if anybody remembers that it all used to be hosted on YouTube and it was a little janky in the iTunes app you know i don't even know if you can find it anywhere other than the places i manually loaded the rss feed to but you know aaron came along and just 
grabbed me, essentially grabbed me by the shoulders and said, look, man, if you want to do this, you need to do it right. And you need to do it this way. And when somebody's going to take their time, who knows what they're talking about, if you can get out of your own ego or take swallow your pride and say, look, this person's taking their time. They're trying to make things better. Just listen. It was, I mean, it was a blessing. Aaron's a blessing to help the hosting. I can go on all the main mainstream podcast apps, whether it's Android or iOS, doesn't matter. Uh, the the functionality on the back end of the Omni Studio is like, it's amazing. I mean, I'm not even using a third of what's possible. The functionality is, is incredible with what they're able to do when it comes to the hosting. And um, it's just, it's, that in itself is a testament of like, look, step by step, brick by brick, little little thing by little thing, you're adding to the show, making it better. And um, now there's, I mean, now we're gonna, we're talking about new segments. We're talking, we've got guests that are like really motivated and interested in being a part of this. And I, I mean, the the response from downloads has been up. I mean, everything's everything has slowly, steadily gotten better. And if you listen to anybody. And you got to put in the work. You got to you got to keep you got to keep it steady and keep the discipline there so that you can stay consistent and then everything else can fall into place in time. I mean, obviously you need to put out good content. Obviously you need to be engaging and you need to you still need to hook the audience, but this is just another testament to simply just giving something a shot and sticking with it and good things will come. You know, you're going to, you're going to slip and you're going to, you're going to regret things or you're going to wish you did things better. Or you're going to be frustrated or you're going to feel embarrassed, you know, wasting Steve's time. A black label brewery is not, that's embarrassing, you know, it's the worst nightmare as far as what I'm doing here, asking the guest to set aside your life and your time and let me stick a mic in front of you and ask you a bunch of questions. I mean, it's just you know you can get down and you can get lost in that but just figure just take your time settle down figure something else out and you will um so let's get back on track here so this project now that you kind of understand where i'm from what i have experience in why i'm here and why the show exists as it does today and how it does. I can start start to talk about how the show's developed, um, what the plan is moving forward, and how I plan on accomplishing that. So, how is the show developed? <clears throat> What's the plan? And how am I going to accomplish that? Okay, so the, obviously if you've been following the show and you listen to most of the episodes... You can see how it's going. You can see that the hosting's improved. You can see that, you know, the blog is there. I've, I've fell a little bit behind, but I'm I'm back, and um, I think we have some good ideas for it. Another thing that we're gonna do, or that the show has developed, is the feedback for Instagram specifically is that there needs to be more content, and I am split. I'm very split on this because, and it's not about you know keeping things uniform and making everything look perfect and whatnot it's more about me as a user you know i don't personally enjoy when a specific account has a ton of con- a content that you know multiple posts a day 
multiple posts a week even. Again, this is just me alone, specifically how I use Instagram, and I know I'm not the I know I'm not the standard user, but I just I'm I don't appreciate it, and so that's been my another reason that I don't engage in a ton of extra posts. But but we are going to expand that. I've come up with some ideas to really really create a consistent delivery some new content that should be of value that should add or or kind of emphasize existing content that might be kind of tucked away or hidden in there um and just again try to get people steered towards downloading the shows and listening to the episode but at the same time you know make creating making the instagram account something of a value on its own as well if that's all that you followed so that's been some feedback. That's one of the plans to kind of tackle that. Um, obviously, as we, I'm, you know, I'm not making this episode negative, I hope, but obviously the equipment was kind of exposed in trying to record episode 14, and thank goodness that Steve's willing to re-record, and I couldn't be more appreciative of him wanting to do that. But um, So we're going to run that back very soon. But... Um, the equipment, it just addressed what, if I want to be able to do that, that more casual setting, that more in the, in the atmosphere, um, atmospheric feel of the guest in his area, his or her area, got to have new equipment, can't run USB mic to a laptop. I got to run, I got to get my own, um, board, whether that's one of those, uh, Zoom H5s that, Aaron's talking about I mean that's probably the route I'm going to go for sure um but that's going to happen it's got to happen and uh, I plan on doing that early 2019 I'm thinking uh, and what I want to do is I want to line up a little bit more of a a group interview type you know more than one guest and and kind of dive I think that would be a natural next direction for the podcast and to to learn a new dynamic learn a new way to to create an episode and to and to run the episode and then publish it and, and to create engaging content when you have more than one guest. I mean, it's really easy to get someone's attention one-on-one and, and you know, it's a little easier to encourage them to kind of expand or, uh, you know, explain their idea with confidence a little more instead of, you know, adding another body. We all know what it's like when you add another person to an environment. I mean, you create a whole new whole new avenue for reception or criticism or whatnot so anyways what i I really want to dive that direction and get to more of like i mean for example the brewery steve it, there's more than one part to black label brewery and you know dan's right there with steve is co-founder co-owner um running the you know starting the business and starting the brewery they both do their own specific things now, but it wasn't always like that. And so, you know, our, our obvious answer is to get both of those guys in the same room. Let's interview them together. You know, I had an in with Steve, a friend of mine. That's his brother-in-law. And so they he connected me with him, and, and Steve was just willing to go for it. And so that's how that came about. But, you know, while we're recording that episode, you know, Dan's also there, and he's showing up. And I, I want to hear his side of everything exactly the same as I do Steve and so anyways H5 extra mics you know being able to do that and and to learn how to run that sort of podcast 
dynamic that's that's a goal that's what i feel like is a natural way that the show is going to have to go so new equipment's coming 2019 i hope i hope i hope how i would like for the show to develop honestly is, is a little bit more um engagement with the audience and in introducing some sort of activity through social media and that you really get people participating and wanting to participate. Um, an idea I've had is hopefully we can start getting some restaurants on board where we can offer almost like a kind of a scavenger hunt type. Let's say you get two or three restaurants involved. You put out the post that says, hey, tag, go to one of these restaurants. We're not going to tell you which one to go to, but go to one of them. You know, dine there, eat there, create a post. Tag yourself, tag the podcast, tag the restaurant, tag the specific hashtag of whatever the contest would be called. And and if you're at the right restaurant, you'll be entered in to win a gift card to, you know, that restaurant. So there's things like that that I'm trying to mull over. I, again, it's all about creating something that's consistent that you can execute in, in the same fashion as expected each time. I don't want to sporadically introduce a bunch of different things and so um you know we're really trying to mull over how to get that engagement to be a a, a true engagement in that way not just tapping like or leaving a comment or uh, reposting those things are amazing and it's super motivating every time it happens but i want to i want to push farther into the audience engagement and getting people to really buy into that hey this this podcast exists it's trying to network businesses creatives people and it's trying to to create a community around it and so um hopefully we can come up with some engaging ways to do so i really think um you know giveaways are obvious next route i think we're going to try and do some cool holiday or like towards the fall giveaways. Um, I want to get some. I want to get some of Josh's openers and give some of those away because those are amazingly beautiful. And I'm sure Mallory's Mallory would be super stoked if I could get some of her stuff and start giving away things like that. But probably closer to the holidays and then getting people a little bit more uh, more in the spirit of they need to get gifts for people or whatever. They you know it's just an it's hopefully it's an opportunity to help somebody else out and then um long term uh, a goal of mine would be and this is very long term this is if the show is engaging and people enjoy the content long term would be introduced completely new hosts and show types so an example of that would be like almost somebody that could co-host you know maybe the group interview somebody who co-host with me and sort of engage as a as a host figure and ask their own questions you know come with come with what they would like to learn from the guest or that particular guest or maybe even they um, produce their own guest but that will be i think that will be super fun to come up with a new another host that could take the show in their direction and really you know, and maybe it's a, a subject-specific type of thing, like, uh, like, uh, this, and this is just kind of off the top of my head, but like, um, like a sports host or a sports-centered 
uh, sports-centered, uh, an episode that would be focused on sporting events or like what's currently going on in in the world of professional sports, and to have somebody who knows much more about it than I do, and who can really create cool storylines or cool things to talk about or cool things to bring up about the world and the international world of all sports going on, all the different events going on. And just like, just like what this podcast is supposed to be doing is exposing people to new things and to introduce new ideas. Like you can do that, um, in the world of sports. Another uh, subject that I thought would be kind of cool would be if somebody wanted to like, I don't know if it, this is kind of ripping off Wondery and what they do with their American history, American innovations and things like that, but, or business wars, but it's like, if I could, you know, if you had other hosts that, that really took a niche channel, like, um, and really, and dug up their own, their own story and, uh, and produced their own, their own genre of something, but kind of under the amalgam banner, but this kind of leads me into um, this specific, this last thing I just said about somebody creating their own subject or uh, investigating their own thing that they want to produce an episode about. This brings me to the next idea for a segment that I I'm, I think we're going to do. <laughs> I mean, I know we're going to do. The reason I say there's a hesitation to it is because I need to find somebody who wants to do it. Um, and then... That person needs to do it on their own. So it's this. The segment would be. Um, there's been a few people who who've asked about starting their own podcast since I've started this one, and so the new segment would be just simply that. It would be giving people the opportunity to produce and publish their own episode as a part of a new segment for the Amalgam Podcast, which would be. I don't know what you would call it or whatever, but obviously it would be, you know, people's first shot at producing an episode. Um, and we would take on that, uh, the, you know, we would be the avenue to publish through. You would obviously get access to the existing audience of Amalgam, but um, Amalgam would also get the the uh, variety and the, the um, um, just the new, the new look, the new content the new perspective the new draw everything about that person and what they put together this podcast would benefit from that equally as well the other way around and so you know i'm talking about it with the people who helped me kind of spearhead new things with the podcast and i think we're going to go for it obviously the biggest challenge is going to be finding somebody who wants to do it who really has the desire to get out there and and um I mean, it would be 100% on them. Obviously, I would lend as much knowledge as I possibly could. Whatever question I could answer, I would. Obviously, we've come up with some great resources of guests of our own on this show. You know, we can point them in that direction. But I don't know. I think it would be. I think it would be really cool. I think it would kind of accomplish that thing I was just talking about about introducing new hosts. You know, the, the the dream, the best case scenario would be if you challenge somebody to produce their own episode, they release it under the amalgam banner and then people respond to the point where they want to know, they want to hear more and that person enjoys working through amalgam and they enjoy the experience of publishing their stuff through this. And uh, obviously best case scenario, 
but who knows so whoever's listening right now i hope that you can either yourself muster up what you think would be interesting stuff to publish and produce an episode or please tell somebody that you think has been mulling that idea around themselves and they just haven't pulled the trigger this is their opportunity to do it not one of those types that's going to instill my my ideas or say hey i think you should do this i think you should do that obviously there'd be some bare minimum guidelines like please don't please don't curse up a storm and don't you know don't have offensive content i would like to keep the keep the explicit tag off of the podcast <laughs> which now that i say that i can't believe i didn't write this down but if you ever wanted to go down that avenue where you did want an explicit episode for whatever reason you needed you needed a cursor you wanted to talk about something inappropriate whatever it is but you know there's the possibility of creating some sort of like late night or like late night show that's under the amalgam that you it would give a host or somebody an opportunity to kind of loosen up to kind of get into more of an adult discussion and so i don't know these are sort of the things that trying to kind of chew on and just really get they continue to build on the idea of amalgam i mean amalgam is a mixture a blend um and, the, and to introduce more people and perspectives to steer episodes and to, and to steer and produce content i mean that's living up to the mission that's that's exactly what i'm talking about that's a, a mixture a multitude of perspectives even if we try every single one of these segments and none of them work or one of them works or they all kind of start out strong and then fizzle out. I mean, it, everything everything is positive. Everything would be everything would be beneficial for everybody involved in some way or another. Anyways, all right, we're crossing the forty quarter forty five minute line, so we're gonna get we're gonna get rolling here and kind of close this thing out. I don't want to I don't want to babble too long. I do have a tendency to get a little long winded, um, so. For those of you who stuck with me until this point, I really, really appreciate it. All right, we're going to get into some of the more generic stuff that I like to ask all the other guests because I think that'd be an easy way to tie this thing up and, again, give you guys guys insight into me and what I'm doing and who I am. So, uh, All right, so my header is competition, inspiration, or encouragement with a question mark, so... Um, we already kind of talked about the, you know, learning from failures. We've, we've hammered that on that a lot in this show. You know, I've, I've spoke on it about episode 14. So let's go with inspiration. Lately, I have been getting really into artists from the late 1800s and the mid 1800s through early 1900s. Specifically, if you would like to Google a couple of images, the first one is The Accolade by Edmund Leighton from 1901. This uh, painting is is just, I I found it through the subreddit art on Reddit, but looking at Edmund Leighton's other works, this guy is probably one of my favorite painters I've ever seen. It really, really blows my mind when people can take take almost a snapshot from something out of history that they clearly were not around or it's so so far away that 
it blows my mind that people are able to to reanimate you know what people are wearing um how people would have styled their hairs how people would you know simple things to how the garments would oops simple things to how the garments would be sewn together or how they would be pieced together um in the accolade you have this gal or this maiden she's knighting an, a new knight and there's onlookers you know obviously there would be witnesses and people in the in the court and that that painting has been inspiring from a few different levels and it really got me into artists from that era from the late 1800s and mid 1800s into the 1900s which another one 11 years earlier in 1890 Britain Riviera he's painted a lot of animals um he started with dogs and then he moved to large cats um but again very realistic painter um the specific painting that has been inspiring me is Daniel's answer to the king uh, I think I I found a place that I can get a reproduction print of this I think I might get one of these but I don't know I can't tell you specifically why this painting is hitting me so hard or why I'm so drawn to it I just something about similar to the last artist Edmund Lighton I just the the realism and just the amount of research and the amount of patience that's gone into their craft to be so I, that simply is what it is just the the discipline the dedication um I hope that I could I hope that I could do something dedicate artistically or creatively of course, I hope that I could dedicate and be as disciplined as those guys and, and start to produce works as consistent and as incredibly beautiful as they do. So inspiration, there you go. Um, <clears throat> encouragement, um, that the latest failure um, with messing up the recording of the episode and what it taught me and how to move forward with new inf- or new content or new solutions that's my encouragement to you is, is just I, I, I found I found a lot of light at the end of the tunnel, even though I was very, very down and, and felt very bad about messing up and, and not being able to publish the episode. We've got we've got a couple of actionable new ways to increase the things that people have been asking us to increase. Um, and we've got some ideas to potentially make the show more diverse and make the show more engaging to a wider audience. And so, I mean, I couldn't be happier, honestly, if you ask me now. And now that I'm almost an hour into this first monologue episode, this new segment, it just, things are at ease now, you know? And so it feels good. Motivation's there and um, I'm ready to roll. And I just hope, I just hope that I can find some, find some people who want to launch their own episodes or find some people that are interested in jumping on board. And But again, it's about patience and staying disciplined in what you've committed to do already and doing that well. And the rest will fall into place. The rest will come. All right. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why I wrote competition. I don't know what, what my thought was with that. Um, I think just in general, competition should always be there and it should always be healthy. I think that if you look to your peers for your competition, that's fine. Just make sure it's healthy and um, and and just to, to use it in the right way, you know. Um, and what I mean is like, you know, when I started this podcast, there were other people that I knew 
that had already started their own podcast. And so to use their drive and their project and their existing thing as is um, the competition, if you will, not in that, like, I want to do a show like theirs and take over their audience and do it better than them. No. And just like, Hey, look, I did it. I published, I, or I produced this podcast. It exists now. You do the same now. That's the competition. And so I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, but that's, that's what I mean is it's not about beating other people at their game. It's about being inspired and using them as a simple metric to say, hey, look, I can do that too. Um, and I can do it in my own way and I can do it differently. And this is something new that's now out in the world. So anyways, so the last things I want to talk about uh, is um, something that I found, you know, obviously I took this break. I feel like I'm like talking like I came back from a vacation to Hawaii or something like simply not producing an episode or publishing an episode a couple of weeks ago has like somehow rejuvenated me. Um, but anyways, I, I want to talk about what I do for fun outside of the podcast, outside of my job, um, outside of the, the freelance graphic design. If you don't have somewhere where you can dedicate the, dedicate the time that you need to be to fully relax and to really relax. I mean, it takes time. I mean, you, you kind of some people might have to force themselves to chill out and relax, but find it um, and find that balance and appreciate it because it, you know, I appreciate my job. I appreciate working. I appreciate having the the Monday through Friday, and then my weekends are free. Um, for me, um, reading books, you know, I'm into a lot of a lot of fiction, but, um, nonfiction as well. And, um, and I play video games and those are, those are my hobbies. I, for fitness, I do weightlifting, bought a bunch of weights off Craigslist out of my, or, and it's all out in my garage. I don't have to pay for a gym membership. And then I just started, uh, to learn some jujitsu with a friend who recommended some, uh, some classes that he goes to. And so, there's challenges there and then there's also comfort zones you know reading the books chilling in my backyard not having to deal with driving around you know seeing anybody doing anything those are comfort zone stuff you know but then there's the the weightlifting there's the jiu-jitsu or it could be anything anything like that that gets you out of your comfort zone that can balance that out and so these are my hobbies these are what is keeping me sane balances out uh, working hard doing additional hobbies like the podcast and doing, you know, um, if, if there's freelance work out there to do, you know, that's there on the table as well. And so that's what, that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to focus on. And that's how I'm, that's what, that's how I'm doing this podcast and making these things happen is and trying to remain consistent. So to close this out, we'll do the resource and then uh, I just want to thank you guys for. I just want to thank you guys for for checking out this new segment, this monologue, episode one, and and bearing with this new, <laughs> this new dynamic for me. This is again some first time doing something like this, and would be lying straight through my teeth if I said that I wasn't nervous as I'll get out to kick this off, which is so funny, <laughs> because. 
you'd think I'd be nervous with other people, especially people I'd never met before <laughs> that I've recorded episodes with. And so, you know, we got through it. The Instagram Live was was fun. I really actually enjoyed doing that, and I'm going to have to start <clears throat> creating more more avenues to incorporate that. But thank you guys for listening to me for straight-up hour rambling. Straight-up rambling. You guys stuck with me. And for that, I'm going to repay you with a little resource. <laughs> and you're gonna probably going to laugh about it, but it's not Reddit itself. It's subreddits. What a, what a subreddit is, is, is Reddit is composed of subreddits. And subreddits are essentially subjects. So you have a subreddit for art. You have a subreddit for graphic design. You have a subreddit for filmmakers. You have a subreddit for cinematography. I mean, essentially any general subject it's out there and then there's a lot of like you know reddit culture type subjects like explain like i'm five or his ask a historian um ask me anything or um it, it, things along that nature some of the fun ones are like hold my beer or for the gals it's hold my cosmo but i enjoy reddit because when I get into something new, whether it's a, a series of books, which has just happened, I'll use this example as a series of books, uh, Malazan, uh, Malazan, The Book of the Fallen, I can go to that subreddit, subreddit Malazan, and a community of people who are just as engaged and interested in that specific series of books, they can post you know, discussion content, they can post fun content they can post uh, opinions or you know and, and everything's on reddit is very organized to the point where people are tagging things if you don't want a spoiler excuse me excuse me tagging things if um you know just to help you steer through that main page of the subreddit to say okay what content do i actually care to look at and what do i want to sift through <clears throat> So if, uh, you know, a series of books, you know, there's a subreddit for it. If it's a video game, there's a subreddit for it. If it's a type of political party, you know, libertarian, there's a subreddit for it. And I get exposed to new stuff from Reddit at least, I'm going to average it out to once a week. Something new that I continue to explore or it's, it's sewing Tyson to me or engaging to me, I'll refer it to somebody else or I'll bring it up in conversation. I cannot express that enough how much I've learned from Reddit and how much I've been able to just again get out of your comfort zone, get exposed to something new, bunch of stuff out there that you didn't even know existed. So uh, I would encourage people to dive into Reddit and, you know, like anything, whether it's a ESPN sports column comment section or it's a YouTube comment section or it's wherever anywhere where discussion by real people can be had you will always see you know some some pretty offensive stuff from people unfortunately but at the same time in the comment section is where you're going to see the discussion happen and people really real people suss out people who have either direct experience or you know the actual ability to do to deduce information and to come up with a determination about whatever you guys whatever is being discussed you you can decide for yourself how you feel those people's responses are and how they've engaged in conversation and and it gives you you know it gives you confidence in what you were what the question is or what you were trying to figure out i subscribe to 
a lot of the Adobe software, so like Adobe Illustrator, you know, I like to hop in there and, and you, there's more than one way to skin a cat in a lot of these Adobe programs. And so if somebody asks a question like, hey, I'm having trouble trying to do this specific thing, you're going to have people who use Adobe Illustrator care enough to subscribe to the subreddit, which means that they're pretty engaged and they're going to come up with a solution for you. And then they're going to then they're going to discuss amongst themselves what they think would be the best. And people are going to be like, oh, I didn't think of that. That's actually way better. Or, yeah, honestly, you don't have to do that. You could just, you know, cut cut that out and you're done. But After Effects is a big one. Some of it, it you can tell it starts to get really advanced really quickly. Like, I want, you know, Cinema 4D, they have that. That's the chapter I'm going to pause at for um, my After Effects book. And... um you know, that's a completely new program, but I subscribed to the subreddit and it's it's incredible to see what people are creating, but it's also, I'm, it's very clear that I'm not close. What limited understanding I had of 3D animation and modeling is, is still there, but um, <laughs> anyways, I'm not going to dive into the next software application I want to learn about, but, uh, but my point is, is that you might not stay on that subreddit. You might not continue to subscribe to it, but you'll learn more about a specific subject subject that you wanted to learn about really fast. Um, and I'm I'm trust I trust people who take their time to write the comments, and you know they're not getting paid. It's just they truly care enough to say, "Hey, this is what I think and why." I trust that a hundred percent more than some. I don't know, some out, some, ah, some blogger, whoever, somebody super famous who's saying, hey, I reviewed this and this is what I think. You know, this everybody's, everybody's got their own motives. And sometimes, I don't know, I just, I need to hear it from an average Joe. I need to hear it from somebody who's just, who's just uh, in it for, in it for the same reason I am, which is they're that interested. They're on the subreddit and they're discussing it with other people because they care about it. Anyways, Reddit, <laughs> that's my resource, subreddits. Um, I I just, I can't, I've, I've learned so much and it's it's been a positive, positive influence in my life. <laughs> we're here, we're, we're an hour, I can't believe it's already been an hour, that was super fast. Please leave me some comments or go check out the blog and leave a comment there or to, I'd love to know what you thought about this episode and what you think I could do better and um what you what was missing that i should have included and so the goal of this was to get you understand who i am and where i'm coming from and so just appreciate everybody and all their time that that you guys take to listen to the show uh to to simply just say hey you're encouraging me to do this or the people that pitch in and hear my wacky ideas and propositions for new things to try but Keep me posted if anybody knows somebody who's who's been mulling around with the idea of launching their own podcast, and hopefully we can get some response to that. And I hope you enjoyed this new segment. Thank you guys. Appreciate you all. Take care.